From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show, where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call at any time at 858-876-5663. That's 858-876-5663. In today's show, we will be talking about what initiating sex looks like and how to bring this into your marriage to enhance your sex life. If there's one area, one area we hear a ton from you guys about, more sex. More sex. More sex. We want a deeper level of sexual intimacy. Mm -hmm. Three, scheduling sex. And probably four, and I mean, these all go together though, folks, initiating sex. One of you's high desire, one of you's low desire. You want to have the initiation back in your marriage. That's what we're going to talk about today. Before we get there, though, we're excited because this July, we're speaking at Flame Fest in Chicago. And we're excited because while we're out there, we're going to be doing our Midwest tour from mm-hmm. July 11th to, through July 18th. And what we're doing is we're looking to meet up with you, our listeners in these areas. Chicago is going to be one of them. But what we need, we're looking for you because we need help from you to coordinate meetups in your city. So the cities are Chicago, Columbus, and Indianapolis. We'll also be in St. Louis, but we already have folks there that are going to help us there. So if you're up for picking the location and coordinating a one meetup, contact us. Here's the number. It's different than the one at the intro. It's 858 858- 848-7132 or email us at info at oneextraordinarymarriage.com and just put Flame Fest or put Midwest Tour in Put there. Midwest Tour because, you know, this is an opportunity for us to be in your hometown, but we're going to need help to make it happen. And uh, we know because we're able to, you know, track where we get listeners from. We know that that Midwest section of the country, we know there are quite a few of you there. So we're excited to be able to shake hands and share hugs and stories and and just get to know you better there. Mm -hmm. But it's going to take your help to make it happen. So again, if you're in Chicago, Columbus, or Indianapolis, and you want to help with that, reach out to us because we're starting to make those plans. So as we jump into today's show about initiating sex, I want you to think about this quote from actor Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee. He said, if you spend too much time thinking about a thing, you'll never get it done. And sometimes I think that's what stops us from initiating sex. We think about it so much that we just don't ever do it. Um, So we're we're really going to jump into that. But I have to share this Facebook message hug that we got. And you guys know you can send us the hugs. We love it when you call in so that we can play them on the air. You can also email them to us. You can put them up on iTunes. You can send us a private message on Facebook. And this is one that we got from Facebook. And here's what this wife said. She said, today, my husband, who has no idea I have been listening to your podcast, said to me, I don't know what happened to you the past two weeks, but I really love it. 
Our house seems so much more at ease and I really can't listen to your podcast fast enough to catch up. And um, this particular wife has written to us before and she's shared with us how she actually leaves early to pick up her kids so that she has more time in the car to listen to the podcast because she's on a mission to, well, now we are recording this one, so she's got another one to listen to, but she's on a mission to get caught up to 206 as fast as she can. And and here's a really neat thing about this gal. Like she shared a little bit about herself with us and, and she's just realizing that if things are going to change in her marriage, it, it's going to come from changing herself. And so she hasn't told her husband that she's listening to the podcast. She's just listening and taking those action items and going with them, putting it into place. And here's a man that's suddenly like, I I don't know who this woman is, but I'm really liking what's going on in my house right now. So kudos to her. We love hearing how the podcast impacts your marriage and how you're taking that information to heart and really just creating that extraordinary marriage that you all desire. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, that is a deep desire. And, and that's where a lot of the the thought behind this particular podcast came from. It came from that. But it is also something that I have brought up to Elisa and said, you know what? We need to talk about this area in our marriage as well. We need to talk about initiating sex. And what's that look like for us now since we, you know, took part of the in the 60 uh, days of sex challenge Mm -hmm. to our seven days of sex challenge to now doing the intimacy lifestyle for gosh going on four years four years five years i don't know it's been a long time so even for us we're looking at this and we share with you guys all the time talk learn engage each other It, it happens right here in this house what we decided to do though is well why talk about it between just us when we can talk about it with you as well? Right. Let's just invite you guys into the conversation. We do this a lot. And, and part of this, actually, um, I was on a phone call with a client and Tony walked by and heard me say something to him about how you have to have a conversation about what initiating sex looks like for the two of you. And, you know, he walks into another part and I get off the phone call with this particular client. He's like, we haven't done that in a while. Mm-hmm. And so that's where that's where this episode is coming from because we know not just in our marriage but in all of the emails and the phone calls and the coaching calls that we do with you that you guys tend to fall into the same patterns that we do you know where one spouse is the initiator one spouse kind of makes a decision about whether or not sex is going to happen and there isn't this equality in terms of what sex looks like in your marriage because i will tell you and those of you that are playing catch up with all the episodes, I'm going to give you a snapshot of a few of them right here, is that early on in our marriage, Tony was the initiator. Always. High desire. Always. High desire. Always the initiator. And I was the one that controlled sex in our bedroom or anywhere for that matter, because if I didn't want to have sex, it didn't matter that he was initiating. I just didn't want to have sex. So mm-hmm. guess what? No sex. And it was when we embarked on this crazy journey that we've been on for the last six years where when we were doing the 60 days and you're having sex every day. So it's like, well, okay, you can't initiate every single day. And so I started initiating a little bit more. And then as we morphed it into the intimacy lifestyle, it was, okay, we made a conscious decision that three days of the week, Tony was going to be the one initiating sex on one of those days. And you guys have heard us talk about this in episode 140, scheduling sex. And that's where the spontaneity comes in. 
because it, it it's not going to be on a Sunday, Monday, or Tuesday all the time. It's going to be on one of those days. So that's where the spontaneity of initiating in the intimacy lifestyle comes into. Mm-hmm. It comes into play. The thing is, is that we have a plan. We have a plan on when and how sex is going to be engaged here in this house. And, and let me just, you know, because I was working on a presentation that I'm doing for this women's festival up in Santa Barbara. And I'm, you know, talking about sex and thinking about it because we so often get asked about the whole spontaneity issue. All the time. All the time. People are yeah. like, well, you know, doesn't, you know, that whole scheduling sex thing, you know, it's going to like ruin the moment. And, you know, I, it dawned on me as I was writing this presentation that we see all of these spontaneous lovemaking sessions in Hollywood movies or you read about it in the books. And I started thinking about those and I thought, well, sure, you can be absolutely spontaneous when you have a cast and crew of, you know, probably 50 to 100. You've got somebody doing your makeup. You've got somebody making the bed. You've got all of these things that are scripted. Or you've got an author who's writing down, you know, has written all the backstory and then is writing the love scene. Right. So it's all scripted. It's all planned. It's all planned out. And yet, you know, we're led to believe in books and movies and everything like that, that it's this amazing time. Well, sure. That you is know spontaneous. Why? Yeah. Because they planned it. Yeah. There, there's an intention there. And so I just, I had to share that because it was my big insight this last week because the whole spontaneity question just cracks me up whenever we get it. But going back to initiating sex. Mm-hmm. So we fall into these routines. We fall into routines where initiating sex is one-sided. And I think in our marriage recently, it has come, it, it's come to that at times because I, I have noticed that when it's Elisa's days, it, it's very like, okay, what day is it going to happen? And it's usually the last day. Not since we switched days. Yes, but even so, the initiating part on your side is lackluster. Okay, I'll give him that. I will give him that. So don't write in because any hate the, mail to Tony because I, I will agree that I'm not it, as... It, well, and here's why, though. Here's why I'm, I'm saying that, though. The reason that is is because Elise and I haven't talked about what those signals are in a while. Right. And so no fault of her own, it's both of us not having sat down and go, okay, what are those signals? Because they've changed. I, I, I know they have changed. I just haven't caught on to them yet. And we haven't sat down for me to know what they are yet. Okay, so let's pull apart a few things that he just said. One, um, Tony has openly admitted to all of you that he does not have ESP. A- and this may come as a newsflash to some of you. Your spouse does not have ESP. If you don't tell them what's going on, don't expect them to know what's going on, whether you're talking about initiating sex or you're talking about what's going on in your household budget. Mm -hmm. This is all part of that communication that we stress so much across the board. You know, if my signals are not clear to Tony and he's not getting the message, oh yeah, it's time to have sex, then that's a communication problem between the two of us. And I wouldn't even say problem. And because we do talk about these things so often, it's like, okay, it's a, it's a blip on our radar screen. We need to handle this. Right. It's not I, I driving a wedge. It's yeah. not, you know, anything like that. The other thing that Tony said is signals. Okay. There are cues that we all engage in. I don't care if, you know, I mean, if we watched Discovery Channel. We were talk- watching like Animal Planet the other day. Shark Week. 
Shark Week and we've watched some other things. Animals have mating rituals. Yeah. Plain and simple, folks. And we are just, you know, evolved animals, higher, you know, functioning animals. So you're going to have your own mating rituals, whether it's a code word. I mean, when the kids were younger, we would have code words for, you know, do you want to have sex? We would have code words for I've got my period. We would have, you know, code phrases. But if we said one of those code phrases to one another, we're like, oh, yeah, I know what that means. Mm -hmm. And the kids have no clue. Right. And if you have young kids, code phrases are fabulous (laughs) until they catch on, in which case you just have to come up with a new one. Or you just roll with it and you let them know what's happening and... And we've already had those discussions with our kids, so they know what sex is and all that jazz. That's for another podcast. That's so. another podcast because that's a pretty funny story. But, you know, maybe it's, like I think I know I've shared with this in the past. There have been times when I've walked into my bedroom and the candles are lit. The, I don't know, the lights are sometimes on, sometimes not on. The bed is turned down. That's a very obvious signal that Tony's ready. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's a text in the middle of the day just saying, hey, I'm thinking about you. Right. You know, so the two of you as part of this have to figure out what your signals are. And if you don't know, this is a really good conversation to have. All right. So let's talk about that. What are those signals that I'm missing in our sex life? What, what, what are the signals that I'm not catching when you're initiating, I think is the bigger question because it's obvious that they're there, but I am completely not getting them because I I honestly do feel even on those days when you're supposed to initiate Mm -hmm. that I am still being more the initiator aggressor, even if your signals are very... Uh, even though you are still initiating, it still feels to me that I am the one initiating. Well, see, now this is a good question because now as you started to say that, I'm like, oh, what are my signals? Which is, you know, so if I'm even having that thought, it's understandable that you're having that thought. Right. So he, he, here's a case in point, folks. Saturday night, bonus night, right? Bonus, Saturdays bonus. are bo- bonus days, right? I knew this was coming up, guys. I, I could so do it in the moment. So one of our big things is cuddling. And it is something that we have worked on over the last year is cuddling more because we do have a a California king. We tend to spread out. Eastern. Eastern. Oh, we're Eastern. Yeah, yeah. We're Eastern. So we're wide. We tend to spread out. But one of our big goals has been over the last year is to cuddle more. Mm -hmm. And so Saturday, I don't remember what it, why it was or anything, but I was just sort of cuddling and I was just, you know, snuggling in spooning with Elisa. Um, I, I would, I will have to say that I was hard. And so she could tell that I was excited. And so finally, I'm, you know, and it is bonus day. I get it. But finally, I just said, honey, I'm initiating. I, I get that it's bonus day, but I am initiating here. And I'm just, I'm just letting you know that. It's, hey, sometimes that happens because we have to get that conversation started fortunate for us even though that was going on and we had some conversation right there it could have ended and not and we could have not had sex that night Mm -hmm. and that would have been okay it really would have because i believe that the conversation being spoken and brought up is important we ended up having sex that night more importantly though today we're coming together and we're talking about that 
I, I was like, guys, I seriously, I can tell you right in the moment when something's happening between me and Tony, what's going to make it to the podcast. Cause I even told him when we were done, I'm like, that's, that's going on the show. Um, all that being said, going back, I think I've gotten lazy in my signals. Mm-hmm. And so I understand why you're confused. Cause I'm sitting here going, okay, really? What are my signals? Um, I will tell you that when you and I have a really great conversation, which is why podcast day is usually, I think that's why we look forward to it so much because there's just that like, oh, well, we're done. Let's hit the bedroom Um, because there is that. But that's not me saying, you know, short of me saying, hey, let's go have sex right now. Right. That That's. That's not a. That's not a signal. That's not a signal. That's right. not you walking out of the closet, just naked in high heels. That's not you. Yes, he loves the high heels. You guys all know this. That's not. That's it. Is I do that. That's not you grabbing me in the middle of the kitchen and whispering into my ear, going, "Hey, I want you tonight." Mm-hmm. You know the podcasting part of this. It is. It's very erotic for us. It is. I mean, four years of doing it, there there are many a times over those years where after podcasting, we are making love. Not all the time, but it is. It's, it's emotionally stimulating for both of us. Just as a side note for all of you that don't believe that conversation leads to sex, good conversation when you're connecting emotionally can often lead to those feelings of being close and that emotional intimacy that then in turn can lead to physical intimacy. Mm-hmm. And if you're out there and you're wondering yourself going, what are my cues? What are the cues and what are the signals that I'm giving off to my spouse? And if you don't do it, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share with you what I'm going to share with Elisa is write stuff down. Mm-hmm. Start looking in, inside and just going, what is the one, two, three things that I can do that shows my spouse that I'm initiating, that I'm getting out of my comfort zone a little bit and that I can try? Now, the thing is, maybe you start out without even telling your spouse that. You know, it's you trying. The other part is you do tell your spouse that. Mm-hmm. So again, like Elisa said at the top, your spouse doesn't have ESP. So it may be a really good point for you to go, hey, honey, you know what? I took 15 minutes just to chill and I need to, I, I, I took 15 minutes to figure out ways that I can initiate sex. And here they are. One, two, three. As the receiving spouse, I will tell you, if, you're, if your spouse only comes up with one, cheer them on. Thank them for that. Mm-hmm. You now have one way that you can recognize when your spouse is initiating. And, and I would say don't come up with like a whole laundry list of them because whether you're the one initiating or the, the one receiving the initiating, we only have so much mental capacity to keep track of right. the ways that our spouse initiates sex. So don't make this be like we got to one up each other. And, you know, somebody's got to have, you know, five different ways, 10 different ways. Now, you know, as I'm sitting here thinking and I'm like, okay, you know what? My signals have gotten really cloudy over the years. Like it used to be, you know, the the candles would be, I mean, we haven't done candles in forever, mm-hmm. probably because all our candles melted down. And so we're out of candles. Um, note to self, Alisa will be getting candles um, today. 
But it's also like I need to go back and sit down and I need to think through this. This is an exercise that I need to do. It's one I it's one I have my coaching clients do all the time. And I will tell you, this is why we have other people in our lives, because, you know, those tools that we use, those tools that we suggest to you, those types of things, we need to use them in our own marriage. And we do. And we do. And so sitting down, this will be a conversation. Um, I actually have a date night, a, a weekend away from the kids coming up. Um, and so this will be something that we'll be incorporating into that conversation because, you know, it's not an instantaneous. I mean, for some of you, you'll be like, oh, yeah, I know. Like if I send you that sexy text, you know, at two o'clock in the afternoon, that's my signal of, hey, baby. Um, and yes, sometimes it could just be like, hey, you want to have sex? But you also have to have those other cues, the, the not so overt cues, because each one of us likes to be romanced. We like to feel desired. We don't necessarily want to always answer the question, hey, do you want to have sex? Right. Sometimes it's, well, I won't say sometimes, often. It's nice to be wooed. It's nice to be like, oh, okay, the lights are down. I know what, I know what that means. The candles are lit. She sent me a message. He sent me a message. He left, you know, he left a note on the pillow or she laid her lingerie out on top of the bed. Yeah. You know, you guys have heard in some of the past episodes where Tony talks about the bearskin rug. You know, if you've got a bearskin rug or something along those lines and you lay it out on the living room floor, there's a signal. I, I don't know what your signal is or signals are in your marriage. You can tell from this episode, I need to think about what mine are, period, just for Tony. And here's the thing, folks. You were never taught that. I never was. Elisa never was. We were never taught to go, hey, you have certain signals that you use to initiate sex. So this may be tough. This may be a little bit of a, um, where do we go? Like, what do we do? So you're going to have to rack your brains a little bit. And one thing that I will have to say, the more and more we do this, and the more people we're able to touch around the world, which I am so humbled and honored that we get to talk to you each and every week, we're all different. Mm -hmm. We are all different. And as much as it would be so simple to just go, hey, Susie, this is what you need to do. Or, hey, Tom, this is how you need to do it. It's not that way. It isn't. God has made us each so individual that our fingerprints are all different. Mm -hmm. So it's going to take some time and it's going to take some experimenting and it's going to take some finagling and, and chatting and learning. And here's another little thing about those signals. If you, you know, cause if you sit down and say, okay, honey, here are my signals. Like if I wear the purple dress or if I wear this lingerie or, you know, if the husband says to the wife, Hey, when I send you this message or use this code word, whatever you guys work out, if you give the signal, be prepared to go through it. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the signal is used as a form of initiating. It's not used as a form of teasing. Right. It's for a purpose to say, hey, I desire you and I want to have sex with you. And so, you know, you need to be able to carry out right. the signal. Um, 
because, you know, we do hear from couples where like the signals get used, but just kind of maybe sort of. Yeah. No. You guys are listening to this show. You are investing this time in your marriage because you want to create something extraordinary. That means that you've got to go through with the full set of actions. Yeah. So if your signals are not clear like mine aren't, I need to sit down with Tony this week and say, you know, I've spent some time thinking about it. These are what my signals are like. I'm going to try these signals on to see how they work. Here's what they are. And this is what I'm going to, this is what I'm working on implementing. Yeah. And if you want to go deeper into your sexual intimacy, we have a resource that we want you to read. It's called, and, and honestly, only read this if you want a deeper level of intimacy in your marriage. You're going to go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash love bundle. We have an amazing package set up for Valentine's Day. It's called the Valentine's Day Love Bundle. And the highlight of this package is you, your spouse, and sex. On top of that, there's a bonus called Love at the Next Level that includes seven days of sex challenge and three other interviews. So check that out. And Honestly, folks, check it out only if you want a deeper level of intimacy. Go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash love bundle. Right now, we only have 20 of these sets left, and they're going to sell out. So don't hesitate and go, well, maybe sort of, kind of, if this is something that you need to dive into, learn more, oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash love bundle. Because the thing is, you know, Valentine's Day is, is this week. It's just a couple of days from now. And, you know, with that being said, you know, it's not all about the chocolates and the jewelry and, you know, that type of thing. Making a unless decision. You're, unless your spouse is a gift type of a person. Right. If their love language is the gifts, then don't forget the gift. But one of the biggest gifts that you can give to your spouse this Valentine's Day and every day because Tony and I definitely buy into the philosophy that Valentine's Day shouldn't just be a one-day holiday. can be a great launching point. You know, make this, make this the season that you're going to change how you initiate sex, that you're going to make it a priority to initiate sex. And I will tell you, if you're the low-desire spouse like I am, this is going to push you out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Plain and simple, you're going to have to do something you haven't really done before. And you're going to have to do it regularly because the once in a blue moon, like the birthday or Christmas sex gift. Yeah. Okay. That's nice. But what would change in the dynamic of your marriage if you started initiating sex on a more regular basis? How would your spouse feel? And I want you guys to think about this. How would your spouse feel if you were the one? to initiate sex. If you were the one to come to them with whatever your signal is and be like, Hey baby, (laughs) or I really desire you right now, or whatever it is that you've worked out, that's going to be your signal. How would that make them feel? Because when, when initiating sex is one-sided and I know this because I've put Tony in that position, when initiating sex is one-sided, it makes the relationship very one-sided it brings a spirit of rejection into your marriage that I know none of you desire to have in there. You know, we, you don't marry someone so that you can set out to reject them. I mean, that's, that's ludicrous. It doesn't even make sense. 
So this week, this Valentine's Day, do something that you haven't done before. And, and yes, I am calling out all you low desire spouses like me. Low desire, unite. Um, <laughs> need to make that into a t-shirt. Th- that would actually be a pretty funny t-shirt. Yeah. Um, those of you that are low desire this week, I'm going to challenge you just like I'm going to challenge myself. Figure out a way to initiate sex with your spouse more than just rolling over and grabbing them in the middle of the night and do it. Because just like that quote with Bruce Lee at the the top of the show where I said, um, if you spend too much time thinking about a thing, you'll never get it done. You could think about all the different ways to initiate sex between now and, you know, 2015. If you don't ever initiate sex with your spouse, who cares that you've spent all that time thinking about it? Do it. They will fall over from shock. You want to talk about a good Valentine's Day present? Shock them. Yeah. Yeah. So guys, it's about initiating sex. Sometimes we just got to figure it out. We got to learn what our spouse is doing so we can understand that we are being, we are being, um, gosh, I'm, I'm messing the word there. Ah, that, that they are. I'm trying for the ESP thing here. Ah, man. I just missed that word. I, keep, keep talking and I'll throw yeah, it in for you. I want you to make your spouse feel desired. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. In your special way. That's what it is. It's it's you being able to show in your own way that your spouse is desired. Mm-hmm. Because if there's one thing I can say that just lights me up is when Elisa does initiate and she shows in whatever way that she does that she desires me sexually that she wants me there's something that just lights me up and i'm telling you if you go out there and you do that for your spouse the same is going to happen they're going to be shocked they're going to be so excited that you are coming to them instead of rejecting them all right folks Go out there, make this day extraordinary. Again, we are always humbled and honored to have you part of the one family. And it's just it's with total thanks that um, that you listen each and every week. We love you guys. Have a blessed one. And until next one, we'll catch you then. Love you. <laughs>